name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Stevens, VIP Sports Podcast, November 30th, 2015. Uh, following the Thanksgiving holiday, sitting here with my partner in crime, the Big Skipper. What's going on, Skip? Another beautiful weekend, sir. I just want to thank you for everything. Uh, wow. Another beautiful weekend. It seems like uh, I keep repeating this uh, out of, what, 12, 13 weeks? Well, people are getting tired of me and you saying we took Caesars down for oh. another couple hundred thousand, another couple million, another couple this. Uh, it's going to get to the point where people are going to be like either they're full of shit or I'm tired of hearing about it. Well, out of 13 fucking weeks, we've collected 11 out of 13. That's pretty fucking strong. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to collect 11 weeks out of 13 weeks in football and actually make money on a consistent basis doing this, you might want to go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com and jump on the fucking money train because yep. we're kicking ass and taking names. We have a beautiful podcast uh, for you guys today. Uh, sorry we didn't give you one Friday, but as you know, uh, after I eat turkey with all that tryptophan and yeah. not to mention my marijuana intake, yeah. I was tired as a motherfucker. Well, not only that, the games start bright and early on Black Friday, and I was here uh, at 6.30 in the morning grinding it out all day, yeah. take, taking care of the clients, now, bringing new people on board for Black Friday. What a beautiful weekend it did, was. Did, you do any, did your wife do any shopping on Black Friday? Uh, no, they don't get crazy and go out. Skipper doesn't need fucking discounts. I don't need Black uh, Friday. I don't need Black Friday sales. That's funny because I was going to say the only thing that my girl Kelly has that's black is a black belt in shopping. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucking girl right here doesn't need a Black Friday or a discount. Yeah. Actually, it was too many people for her. So, yeah, no, we didn't do any shopping. And the discounts out there, you're going to get them no matter what. You don't yeah. need to go wait in line, get trampled up by everybody, and it's a real hectic situation. But, uh, you know, where we live in the nicer area of town, it's actually crazy because the Best Buy isn't as busy as it is in North Las Vegas or in the middle of Las Vegas or these other towns, you know what I mean? Well, so, we don't, we, yeah, we don't go out on Black Friday. It's insane. As a matter of fact, Skipper hasn't been in a mall probably in 25 fucking years. Is that right? I haven't seen the inside of a mall, and I can't even remember the last time. Well, let's get you on the inside of one, Skip. Let's get you dappered up. Let's get you suited and booted. And if fuck. I need something, uh, the wife goes down uh, with a wad full of cash or a couple credit cards, and I tell her what I need, and she brings it back. I, I don't do any shopping. I love it. So overall, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Did you guys have beautiful. fun or what? Yeah, thank you very much for asking. Thanksgiving was beautiful. Yeah, you chilled with the family and so, everything? Yeah, the wife was there, the son. Uh, Even my, moms, right? Mom was in town. Uh, like I told you, she's living living here in Vegas now. It was a beautiful thing. It's the first time in years that uh, I was able to sit down with my wife and my son and my mother for Thanksgiving, and it was fucking great. That's what, that's what the holidays are all about, ladies and gentlemen, family. You can make all the money in the world. You can grind all day, every day. If you don't have family to share it with, you don't have nothing, and that you can take to the fucking bank. Before we get into our podcast, and we do have a stellar show for you guys today, Skip, you want to tell these people how they can get a hold of us if they're ready to start making money? Yeah, pick up your phone, 877-220-6540. If you're just looking for a free pick, you can go to our website, VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We also have packages on there for all levels of players, all shapes, all sizes of sports bettors. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast. You can go to YouTube or iTunes, uh, put in a couple comments. 
Tell us what you think. We love reading those. We get a kick out of that. You can go to Twitter, Facebook. We're on Instagram at VIP Sports LV. You can direct message us uh, with any questions. Now, uh, you want to go ahead and get back to what we want to talk about? Yeah, I do. I actually want to get serious because when you talk about put your comments in there and like I'm a funny guy, I like joking around and I ask who would you rather fuck this girl or that girl and I ask for their comments. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's getting us in a situation to where we're getting a lot of college students, guys that ain't betting sports. I mean, guys, don't fucking get it twisted. I'm the number one documented individual in the world. I'm looking for hedge fund people. I'm looking for stockbrokers. I'm looking for financial advisors. I deal with the biggest sports players in the world. So I do have a little fun and ask for the comments, but not, let's not take it into a little child's game where it takes my company into a child's fucking comment thing on Twitter. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm the most successful sports consultant in the world, and I'm looking for whales. I'm looking for guys that have money and are dead serious about getting paid. Not somebody that has $200 to their name looking to flip it. I mean, don't get me wrong, we have a program for you too, but I'm looking for guys that have $100,000 in a bank that ain't getting no fucking return out of it. A guy that has a half a million in a stock account who's lucky to make 10% in a year. I mean, who the fuck needs 50000 off a fucking $500,000 investment? If you're a business person out there and uh, things aren't going your way in real estate... They're or, not going your way. Or, or, They're not going your way. Or, or in the stock market or you're, you're in commodities or your precious metals aren't increasing at the rate you expected them to. If you're a celebrity, uh, you're someone out there that's got a couple of dollars, got some disposable income, and you're looking to flip that income and to make some serious money, make a faster, safer return on your equity than maybe you're making right now... By all means, that's who we want to talk to. Someone that's serious about making money, a businessman. If, I you, mean, if you got $200 in, a, in an offshore sports betting account and you're going to college and you got your parents' <laughs> fucking debit card, I mean, listen, man, God bless you. Win a keg of beer and uh, have a good time over there, but we probably can't help you. Let me explain something to you guys. Skip comes from the trailer park in South Philly. I'm hmm. born and raised in North Las Vegas, okay, in a fucking 1,100-square-foot home with me, my brother, and my mom, single parent, Okay. We come from absolutely nothing. We built a fucking multi-million dollar empire off winning games. I became a multi-millionaire from betting games. There's a difference between a rich guy that thinks he can bet mm -hmm. and a kid that got rich from betting. And that's what you and I you know, are and what we represent and what we're going to continue to represent. So if you're dead serious about making money and you're dead serious about trying this, give us a call. We'll show you how to do it. If you're doing it for fun or you want to make an extra 100 bucks to buy you a sack of weed in college, Go to our internet place and order. Don't call my company asking for me. So I don't want to so be a dick. I'm just telling you the right. fucking truth. Enough's enough with the little guys. You can't deal with me unless you're betting bigger money. You can work your way up to me, but you cannot call and deal with me or one of my big reps unless you have a certain amount of money. Plain and fucking simple. So basically what Steve's trying to say here, you're not trying to be rude. You're keeping it as real as possible as always. You and I, we come But enough's from, enough, dude. You and I come from fucking absolutely nothing. We were fortunate enough to have families around us that fucking loved us and cared about us. Kept us in the right direction most most of our childhood. But okay? we're correct. But, but what but what you're saying is we we came from fucking absolutely nothing. Yeah. Okay. And I you bought you. your mom a house. You got your yeah. mom out here. I bought my mom a yeah. house. This is shit that we've done from so, betting sports. So so we're you know we're we're not saying we got no love or no respect for a guy that's got two hundred dollars in his account and can't afford to work with us. Because believe me, by all means, man, I come from that same fucking background. Skip, believe me. I think just they, don't call in here and say listen and demand to talk to Steve or Skip when you got one hundred eighty dollars to work with. That's a fact. It's, it's just like anybody else, and you got to kind of understand them. Uh, when Michael Jordan was in his prime, everybody loved Mike. If I could be like Mike, everybody wanted But Mike's not going to come play for your team. Right. You can't just call Mike and say, hey, I need you on my YMCA team this weekend. Yeah. I need a little help. He's going to tell you. He's not going to come out and play intramural basketball. He's with not you. even going to answer your fucking call. 
See, at least we have a corporation that'll answer your call, have you crawl before you walk, right. and walk before you run. Yeah. But uh, I, I have an Amber Alert. I have an Amber Alert for all those guys out there that have six figures sitting there not making no money. You ain't doing shit with it. It ain't going nowhere. Let me play with that money and triple it and flip it like a world-class gymnast. Fair enough? That's it. All right. Listen, the main, the main announcement today, and I am so excited to announce this, that I have trademarked my most favorite slogan, which is absolute blowout winner. Oh, yeah. Absolute blowout winner. Uh, to celebrate Cyber Monday... We're about to roll out the official absolute blowout winner t-shirt. For all those guys that have been asking, where is your merchandise, Steve? Where can I get the absolute blowout winner shirts? Well, guess what, guys? You can go to our website right now. You can buy a shirt. You can buy two, three, four, whatever the fuck the case is. There comes a time where you deserve to shine. Pick up a shirt for yourself. Better yet, get one for the holidays. Get your shopping done. You can be like Steve Stevens now in your own city. I got to be honest with you. You're giving them away. $25? $25 fucking dollars. Plus shipping and handling. Well, shipping and handling. You buy three <laughs> <laughs> You buy three shirts, you get them free. But people have been stalking us down for these shirts. People love my motto. And like I said, guys, I invented absolute blowout winner. I am now the official owner of that slogan. So to all my competitors, to all my guys, make sure you keep using that word so I can sue the fuck out of you. Make sure you come out with a t-shirt that says absolute blowout winner so I can own your fucking company. All right. At the end of the day, like I said, you want to be like Steve Stevens. You want to be an at, listen, an absolute blowout winner doesn't necessarily mean winning games. You could just be an absolute blowout winner in life, period. Absolutely. Absolute blowout everything. You know what I mean? But I take pride in being an absolute blowout winner, and I think you will too. So at the end of the day, you want to bet big, you want to live large, you want to look sharp, you want to look like Steve Stevens, go ahead and pick up that shirt, man. Absolute blowout winners available. And like I said, you try to copy me, not anymore, fools. I own this shit. Anyway, like I said, we got the merchandise out there. It's going to get bigger and better. We told you, you, you know, we would put all this shit out before our show started in March. And uh, March will be here before you know it. Like I said, those cameras kick on uh, next month, and I'm not ready for it at all. Go to the website, pick up your absolute blowout winner t-shirt, people. Let me do a little infomercial right now. Don't you think there comes a time where you deserve to shine? Aren't you a winner in life? You got winners and losers. You're a winner. Pick up the absolute blowout winner t-shirt today for your chance of being the baddest motherfucker in the world. You look good, you feel good, you make more money. Grab you an absolute blowout t-shirt. That girl that didn't like you before that you were trying to talk to, Holler at that bitch with an absolute blowout winner t-shirt on and see what she says. You haven't been doing too good uh, betting sports? Put on that t-shirt and see what it does for you. It's going to transform your ass into somebody that is a little bit bigger and better than what you ever thought was possible. It'll turn you instantly into an absolute blowout winner. Next, we're coming out with the Money Talk Soap. It's going to fucking get rid of all the fucking scum, all the losing, all the bad fucking... <laughs> Moving on, Skip. Let's uh, move into a little bit of NFL today. Uh, Denver 30 to 24 over the New England Patriots oh, last night. What a shame! They pick up their first loss. Fucking heartbreak hotel. Gronk and, with a little bruised knee. Yeah. Brady on the sidelines crying and bitching. At crying the, the whole fucking time. Come on, man. And you don't have any excuse because, like I said, that was a picture perfect weather 
football game. Ooh, yeah. Was that beautiful to watch last night? Freezing. Made me feel like it was winter for a fucking guys. We're out here in Las Vegas, bro. Uh, we're at week 13 in football. You know, it doesn't even seem like it is week 13 due to the fact that we haven't even seen rain, let alone wore a long sleeve fucking shirt. Yeah, well, you know me, I'm shorts t-shirt all day long, but uh, short sleeves every day, all day, shorts every day, all day. Yeah. It, it did look fucking cold. It made me grab a blanket almost and fucking <laughs> throw a blanket over my ass. <laughs> that's what I love about the holidays, and that's what I love. Watching football, snowing, the whole nine yards. Like I said, uh, Brady got his blows, his, his balls fucking blown the fuck out, deflated. Picked up their first loss. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what do you think about Big Brock over there for fucking Denver? I think he looked great. Fucking uh, Arizona State product. I think he's a fucking, I don't know. If, I'm not going to go all out and say Arizona? he's a superstar. Arizona. What, where he came from yeah. in college? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, Brock got the job done. The guy's over there leading the team. And to be honest with you, I think he's running the team better than he ran, uh, than, than Peyton did, to be honest with you. Well, he looked pretty good. We're not going to compare him to Peyton Manning just yet at this point. He's but. not a Peyton Manning. He'll yeah. never get the, the, the props of that. Like you said, you got to show us a lot more. He's a big however, motherfucker. However. I mean, this guy's big bird. What is this guy, like seven fucking foot? They say when you they say to, to, to grab the ball and run with it, and that's exactly what the fucking guy's going to yeah. do. Yeah. And uh, like I said. Nice job taking over, man. Big win in Mile High. They knocked off the undefeated Patriots and uh, Brady, who everybody knows is God in the NFL or believes is God in the NFL. Gronk got his ass beat. Yeah, but Gronk was still a beast. That guy was manhandling motherfuckers, scoring right off the bat, catching everything you throw his way. It was a Stiff good game. arming people. That take that guy first pick on my team any day oh, of the fucking yeah. week. That guy's a, a fucking stud. You know what I saw since he's been with the team? They've averaged 32 fucking points a game. Did I see that right? I think you did. Well, you got to remember, like that's uh, insane. Think about that. Since uh, the games that he's played in, they've averaged 32 points a game. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Well, not to mention, you know, like, you know, they've always, you know, like, uh, you know, Manning and uh, you got Brady. You know, they've always had their little Welkers and their little skinny white boy receivers that they had for years and mm -hmm. years and years that they constantly throw to and then make big Edelman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got, I mean, basically a tight end as your number one receiver for the New England Patriots. He's a monster. He's a fucking beast. I mean, you can't hold him. You can't detain him. And he's a superstar. So. Well, you see what happens in the postseason when they don't have him, they lose. Dude, could you imagine yeah. if they still had the motherfucking killer? The fucking Hernandez motherfucker? He mm. was a fucking big boy, too. Yeah, put him what? on the other side. Oh, yeah. my God. That's what they were before he went out and killed the motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he really ruined some shit there, boy. They would have been super killers themselves with that shit. So what else is going on in the NFL? I just think the refs and the fucking replays have once again a, a fucking horrible display this weekend. I They're could, affecting the game. I could state one game after another where the fucking refs and the replays are just an absolute disaster again this weekend. Well, you got, yeah, like I said, they're affecting the game. They don't have their shit together more than ever. They need to come up with an NFL camp. These guys need to play on their off time under NFL rules and regular. It's, it's almost getting disgusting to watch these fucking replays. What it is. What's a catch? What's not a catch? They review, they review the fucking play, and they still have a different opinion of it. They used to be able to throw a flag, and then the other guys would back them up and say, roll with it. Right. Now they throw a flag, and they're scared and they're, to, yeah, they're they, they want to return it. Yeah, they're arguing with each other on the field. They're talking, they're huddling up, asking, uh, should we leave it? Should we call it? Should yeah. we call it? What, when you we throw, when what you the fuck should we do? What do you think? What do you think, George? Oh, I don't know, Bert. What do you think we should yeah, do? Yeah, I threw that flag, Larry. Am I fucked up? Yeah. Did, they, did they really catch it? What, he had one foot yeah. out or what? Let's yeah. review it. Yeah, I don't want to look like a dick again. Well, fuck, they're going to review it anyway. That's so. correct. So I'd Let's rather just make you, a call and go to review. I'd rather you be an asshole, make your call, and go to review. I don't need to see the huddle. I don't need to no, see I'd rather delay. get rid of all that fucking shit and just go back to throw the fucking flag, call the goddamn penalty. Let's move on. Fuck your review. This is a catch. That ain't a catch. Fucking inbound. And, and let the refs control the game let like they're the supposed to. Ref yeah, throw the goddamn flag. If it's a penalty, it's a penalty. You know what burns me up the most? When these motherfuckers are throwing a flag, they get in a goddamn huddle, they talk about it for 30 seconds, and then they go over, pick it up, and they go like this. Now, how about when the how about when did. the players are making the call for yeah. them? Yeah. Well, how about when the play? It's almost like letting a penitentiary 
uh, take over the guards. I mean, you know, it just well, the best at that is they're letting the it. inmates run the prison. Yeah. No, the guards got to run the prison, not the inmates. <laughs> the, the the players shouldn't be running the fucking calls. The referees should. Eli Manning and Brady are the best at that. I mean, they oh get, they, god, and, and Peyton for that part. Yeah, they get right in the refs' ear. But I love when they throw a flag and then they huddle up and then they pick the fuck up and say, no, there's no penalty. We were just kidding. So you NFL reps, what Skip's saying are, you're fucking pussies. You're fucking cunts. If you got the fucking balls to throw a flag, man the fuck up with it. Make your call and let's move the fuck on. Seattle, uh, 39-30 over the Steelers, which I'd have to say was probably the best game to watch on TV yesterday. Well, if the season ended today, all of a sudden Seattle's in the fucking playoff. In the playoffs, all right, of a sudden. Right when you thought they were nothing. You know what? That Russell, you know, he comes through when he needs to. Uh, he's a real accurate passer. Who thought Seattle would be in the playoff mix? All, all of a sudden, 11 games in, Seattle's right there. I know. If the season ended right now, they'd be a wild card. Well, I can tell you right now, Seattle doesn't have a fucking chance of winning the Super Bowl. What about my sleeper, the Minnesota Vikings? 8-3 and three now, first place in the North, uh, ahead, of the know, pa- ahead of the Packers. We've actually made money on Minnesota throughout the year. You know what I mean? They've been real good to us, like I said. I thought they'd score more points in that game yesterday, but they still came out with the fucking win. They beat the fallen Falcons yesterday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 20-10. to 10. When you have seven interceptions in a game... Oh. And fucking four of them are in the end zone. Mm. For those people that had the over/under on that Atlanta yesterday and had the over, I know a couple people that did. Well, so do I. Like I said, you should. I mean, Jesus, fuck. I mean, what do you do? I mean, you're yeah. just—it's one of those games where you just couldn't get your way. Carolina, 33 to 14 over Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yep. They're the real deal. I've told you, little ears is no fucking joke. He might have little ears, but he's hearing a whole lot. He's got big game and little ears. A <laughs> big fucking game and little ears. But they're, ele- they're 11 and 0, and nothing made me happier on Thanksgiving than seeing Dallas getting their fucking teeth kicked. Out. I had them first half and Romo, game. you're fucking horrible. Two pick sixes. I mean, you're, you're a goddamn disgrace. Well, that was the debate, and that's that's the only thing that we're going to have these people comment on today. Um, our comment is. Everybody knows, unless you're a Dallas fan, Tony Romo fucking sucks. He can't do a fucking thing for your team. He's hurt at the wrong time, and he's a bitch. Then he comes in and plays two games that gets Jerry Jones happy and wins. It's just like last week, the week before when they won. And now he's done again. They're, no, they won one fucking game. Right. Now they're a favorite going into the next game. He gets what the hurt. fuck is wrong with these Texans? He gets hurt against the Eagles early in the year. My Eagles fucked him up, broke his collarbone, whatever. Uh, yeah, slammed his bitch ass. Yeah, he's out seven fucking games. The Cowboys lose every game. He comes back, wins one fucking game. All of a sudden, the almighty... Biggest thing in the league. All of a sudden, almighty Romo's back. They're going to win the NFC East. They're still going to be... They're still <laughs> Hold gonna on, they're be- going to beat Carolina is what they're fucking saying. Yeah, they're going to beat Carolina. They're still- Fuck out of here, oh, man. It's, it's Fuck out of here. It's Thanksgiving. Romo's back. Listen, I got news for you. No fucking team loses seven games in a row and makes the fucking play. No shit. You it, it ain't going to happen. Like I said, dude, you would have had a better chance convincing your girl to take a turkey leg up your ass <laughs> <laughs> than fucking have Dallas win on fucking Thanksgiving. God. Jerry Jones has a lot of money. He's a powerful person. So here's the comment that I want you guys to give on, on, on my Facebook or this podcast right now. This is the comment that I want you to make. They get rid of Romo. Who do you get? Who does Dallas go out there and get that can make Dallas a legitimate team? Because it sure as fuck isn't Romo. I want to hear your comments. Who does Jerry Jones, he has all the money in the world, who does he go and target and get to run Dallas? Do you have an answer? Or do you have anybody you would target? Uh, not on the spur of the moment. I'd have to think about that. I would go target probably Andrew Luck. Due to the fact that he got hurt, I know he's locked in over there. You have all the money Andrew in the... Andrew Luck, he ain't going nowhere. I understand that, but I would try to target him and try to pay for him. I would try to give as much money as I could for him. Just buy him? Yeah, I'd try to buy him out. You're missing what I'm saying. I'm Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. I have all the money in the fucking world. I'm not saying you're going to try to do it legal. Mm-hmm. You got to be shysty. You got to be gray. You got to lie, cheat, whatever you got to do. I got an idea for Just the Cowboys. who would you try to get? I got an idea for the Cowboys. Why don't you go take Sam Bradford since we took your running back over there in Philly? 
We took DeMarco Murray from you? Yeah. Why don't you pay us back and go get Sam Bradford? Because <laughs> he sucks. You can help. He's fucking sorry <laughs> as fuck. There's I my, guess my, here's my answer. Go get Sam Bradford, Jerry. And, and I guess my answer is you can't get nobody. Dallas, you're fucked. You get a couple good, t- you know. I'm almost beginning to think Jerry Jones is like a fucking Al Davis. He's starting to get Al Davis fucking syndrome, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's not seeing what other people are seeing. It's almost like an anorexic bitch. She thinks she's fat, but, sweetie, you're all fucking bones. He's seeing his team looking good and winning, and they're shit. Wake the fuck up, Jerry. Get some different people. Get a different quarterback. Uh, Dallas is one of the biggest cities. Texas is one of the most powerful fucking states. Get your shit together, plain and fucking simple. Think, uh, sticking on the Thanksgiving theme, the game's on Thanksgiving. Green Bay loses at home. Again. At home. Green Bay loses Again. at home. Again. At home. In Lambeau. Again. In Lambeau on Thanksgiving on the day they retire Brett Favre's fucking number. Talk about freezing cold and windy and raining. Man, was that that was a miserable weather game. What about all the diehard fans that came to see the real quarterback mm-hmm. get his shit motherfucking retired Congrats. and had to come watch the shittiest fucking game in the fucking world? You lose world. to the Bears at Lambeau. Uh, Shame on you. You should be th- fucking embarrassed. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. But congratulations, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, you're a superstar. You're a beast. There's not another player in the world that ate as many Laura tabs and won as many games as you in the history of fucking NFL. Absolutely. That you could take to the bank. Straight damn beast. And I still say he should have put the jersey on. He should have came out and led the team on Thanksgiving so he could have got the passing title back from Peyton. Absolutely. And then hang his jersey up on the fucking rafters. I don't want to go too hard because, like I said, uh, Discount Double Check is still a superstar. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. He's still a stud. Yeah, yeah. But his offensive line is fucking garbage. I mean, absolutely fucking horrible. They're getting to him way too quick. They're taking him down. And listen, he's not the type of quarterback to be getting hit and take down, dude. They'll fucking kill his ass. Speaking of garbage, the Detroit Lions, the round out fucking Thanksgiving. Oh, as absolute, an absolute blowout. Absolute <laughs> blowout winner over my Philadelphia. You're dis- uh, you disgrace Chip Kelly, motherfucking. Fire the offensive coordinator. Fire the defense. Fire the entire fucking staff. Chip, get the fuck out of my city. It's a goddamn disgrace. I mean, it's getting old now. It's bad enough I had to sit through the whole fucking summer with the Philadelphia Phillies watching these fucking Eagles just shit on themselves time and time again. Uh. You ruined my fucking Thanksgiving meal. You absolute are a fucking absolute disgrace. I, I started my Thanksgiving by watching the Eagles get blown the fuck out, and then I'm supposed to go sit down and eat my fucking turkey, Steve. That goes to show, guys, Skip is a diehard Philly person all day long because the funny thing is, you've seen how mad he just got. We actually had the over, which was a absolute, absolute blowout winner. So... Listen, you think we threw fucking snowballs at Santa Claus in Philly? Oh. Oh, man. Wait till it fucking snows and ices up, Chip, because uh, the, the next snowballs are He's coming. He's going down? Yeah, they're coming at you, motherfucker. So what you're telling Chip right now, you don't want to piss off the fucking fans. You let them fucking ice balls come. He's we'll liable kick, to get knocked the fuck out. We'll kick Santa Claus's fucking ass. Well, I saw it. I mean, I we, saw all, it. we all know that. Right? It's a, it, that shit was on fucking ESPN Chip. for fucking a month straight. You guys assaulted and attacked Santa Claus. Well, what, I do you, well, what do you see what we do to fucking So if you Chip? don't give a fuck about Santa, oh, St. Nick, you don't give a fuck about old Chip. Yeah, well, how about fucking Mitch Williams? Remember when he fucking blew it for us? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he got right the fuck out of there, took his ass right back to Texas real quick. Damn, you guys are almost like a borderline Mexico soccer team fan type shit. Chip, huh? I suggest you do the same thing that fucking Mitch Williams did and Santa Claus did. Now chip Get your the, ass the fuck up yeah, out of here. Chip your ass out of my fucking town because you blow. Yeah, because you're a chip off the old block, all right? It's or should I say old, a chip yeah. off the old cock? It's, get, <laughs> it's getting fucking old. Oh, fuck. Anyway, here's a, here's a fucking crazy announcement. Kobe Bryant announces he's done after this season. Wow, straight from Chip Kelly, get the fuck out of my You season. think so? Kobe, you should have quit this fucking season. You got, you got old so fucking quick, it's not even funny. There's a Philly guy, Kobe Bryant. That's why I said, speaking of Philly, this is another guy that got older quicker than a motherfucking 
No sense waiting until the end of the year, man. Just fucking bag it up now. Like you said before, what are you on? You're on your uh, farewell tour, you know? You, yeah, that's what I it's said. It's not like you're Cal Ripken. You're traveling around the fucking... I said Derek Jeter. Yeah, you're going to travel around the country. They're going to give you a gift in every city, you know? Yeah, no one gives a fuck when you yeah. show up at their stadium. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I was trying to tell you that. Derek Jeter played his last fucking year. He went places. He got gifts. He got bows at the stadium mm-hmm. because he was a gentleman throughout his whole career, a team player. Kobe's a well-known bitch. Kobe has an attitude. He cried. He started Cry, static with Shaq. Right, right. Everybody. And without Shaquille in the center, he was never nothing to start with. Kobe, you're an all-star player. You're going to go down in the Hall of Fame. Only thing that I'm trying to say is your farewell tour is a fucking failure. Yeah, how about this? Just farewell. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> farewell, Kobe. Sh- shake, shake everyone's hand and fucking just fade away, dude, with your money and go, li- I- go live your life, man. Congratulations, you had a great career. I think he's ruining the team. I and, think uh, the motherfucker gets off the team today and says farewell yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, open up a seat on that fucking plane for someone else. Someone Please. That, someone that might actually be able to help the team. Please do, because like I said, these people don't even want to see you uh, for your last game. And the difference between Jeter, like I said, at least Jeter can hit you a home run and win the game on his farewell tour. There ain't a motherfucking thing Kobe can do but hurt your team. To help the Lakers win at this yeah, point. There's right. nothing Kobe can do to help win unless... He got a gun out of his locker room and maybe shot Steph Curry when they played each other. That'd probably be the only thing he can help out. He'd Speaking have to of do. Steph Curry, you want to stick to the NBA? Fucking 18 and oh, Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors giving Woo! it up for Oaktown. You know, at the end of the day, you got to put it down for the Bay repping Oakland. Golden State is no fucking joke. Mm. You talk about some fans that are willing to kill somebody. Oakland fans are no fucking joke, dude. I mean, basketball, they don't do much, but then fuck, you ever been to Raider game, Skip? Uh, no, and I don't think I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers are willing. You talk about somebody willing to die for their team. Mm-hmm. Buddy, you go there in another jersey, like a square ass, and you take your wife and the kids, and wait, you're wait, in for, Oakland Stadium yeah. trying to get hot dogs and shit, end up getting stabbed 13 fucking times and knocked out in front of your son. Yeah, so the Eagles end up playing fucking Oakland. I take my son up, oh! I take my son up to the fucking game. We show up with our Eagles fucking gear on. Yeah, we might not get the fuck out of it. That's a fucking fact. So, yeah, you know, just Kobe Bryant, hang it up. Like I said, uh, Steph Curry, superstar, 18-0. and 0. What else do you think is going on in the NBA? What do you like going on right now? I don't now? know. Be careful tonight, Golden State. They're up in Utah, man. Shit could happen up there. That's tonight. what I wanted to ask you because I know that you're well familiar with uh, Utah against Golden State. Spread came out at seven, moved to eight. It's up to eight. Um, do you see this game being a blowout, forty-point winner for Golden State, or you see them having a little trouble here? I'm going to remain silent. I'm going to plead the fifth on this, and all I'm going to say is eight seven seven. 220-6540. I'll tell you exactly what the fuck I think about that game. Okay. Well, I'll give you my little opinion without all the, 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 <laughs> the without all the callers because I do want you to call. We have information on that game. But I think they win the game outright. Do they cover the spreads? A whole nother story. Uh, you know when you see games go from 200 to 201 and a half to 201 to 202 to 203, me and you have actually kept a stat. Uh, and, you know, we're not algorithm type motherfuckers or stat motherfuckers, but the, you want to? Do you know that stack? I do. I, I have to. I, I do. I'd rather not tell the whole world about it, though. I mean, you want to get paid for this it, is right? what I get paid to do. So yeah. call eight seven seven two two zero sixty five forty. I think you'd be very impressed with the statistic that we yeah. have to give you Let's on see. that marquee matchup for tonight. Yeah. I want to move on to a little entertainment news. Uh, Creed, Apollo Creed, the movie Creed, mm-hmm. uh, has the second biggest domestic opening out of all Rocky movies. I actually saw the previews for that, and I actually, you know, I'm not a huge movie guy. I'm not the guy that goes to the theater twice but a But it's week. an inspirational movie, I actually, man. Yeah, well, because it's Rocky, and, you know, once again, a Philly theme. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think I'd like to check that movie out. It looks, it looks entertaining. It's going to be something to take the kids and inspire. And, you know, lately with, uh, you know, all the winning that we've been doing and the motivation, maybe we should take the guys to go see that shit as an inspirational, motivational thing. Because I'll tell you one thing right now. Uh, I'm 41 years old. I graduated high school in 1992. Rocky was in my prime as, as, as a kid growing up. And in my neighborhood, I tell you what, dude. When that Rocky movie went off, I must have fought every one of my best friends in my motherfucking neighborhood. We would be so goddamn excited when that movie was over. I bet you can't whoop my ass. Me and my, and my neighborhood, after Rocky, I'd look right over at my boy and just still on him. We were so excited, like I said, after Rocky went over, I must have fought at least six or seven of my friends over the Rocky movie in a good way, motivational way. Uh, Rocky IV is still the biggest seller. Which was Rocky IV? Do you remember? You know, Rocky... I, I don't know. Uh, Rocky III, I know, was uh, Mr. T. Mm -hmm. And Mr. T killed my man over there uh, in that one. But which Rocky movie is your favorite, Skip? The original. Number one? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I'd say number yo, one. Yo, Adrian. Yo, hey, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Coming into the bird shop and the whole nine yards with his little fucking racquetball. I'm all about the original. His leather yeah. coat, his old school shit. I'm all about the original one. Yeah, yeah that was... that. You know, Rocky came fresh off of porno when he did that movie. <laughs> you know, people don't know, but uh, Sylvester Stallone actually did a, a slight little porno. And uh, not that it matters, but Sylvester Stallone was actually one of the first people in Hollywood to get a penis enlargement. And this is a fucking fact through the doctor that I knew from years and years and years ago. So if you try to call me sly wow. and you try to sue me, you better pull your cock out because we're going to need to see the scar, brother. A penis enlargement. He had one of the first penis enlargements. You can go back. If you can find his old, if you can find his old porno that he made, He's walking out in the snow or whatever. He does a scene. He's hanging with a three-inch cock. That's why the porno didn't do nothing. This day and age, they need to see that 18-inch elephant trunk. So he truly is a three-inch cock at a hip-hop porno. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had any use for him. That's a fuck. Nobody had any use for him. Not in the porno industry. That's for fucking sure. Speaking but, of porno, 40 million American people regularly visit porno sites, according to this. That's why I was, that's why I was trying to tie these two stories <laughs> in together. So you get where I'm going. Internet news and stats. The general, in general, pornography stats, every second, hear me out on this, guys, every second, 28,000 users are watching porno on the internet. Wow. How about this one? Every second, $3,100 is being spent on porno on the internet. $3, every fucking a second. second. $3,000 a second. And we just threw fucking Jared in jail. Yeah. Yo, yo, Jared, Jared was fucking, uh... Oh, he was banging 16-year-old broads, I mean... 16-year-old broads, but he also... Child pornography is what got him. Mm. He was talking to these girls when they were 12, 13, 14, oh, 15 fuck. years old. What really got him locked up was a 15-year-old that he was going back and forth with and uh, ended up meeting her, having sex with her. So, Jared, all I can say is you might want to eat... You might want to take a Subway sandwich a foot long and shove it up your ass right before you check in because those boys are going to fuck with your asshole for sure. Oh, Lord. You, listen, I'm a guy that's been to jail. I've been to prison. I know mm. what the rules are. And a guy like Jared, he's either going to be in protective custody or he's going to get out on the yard where there's guys that got 40 and 50 years who have daughters, mm. who have kids that aren't blessed enough to be around them. And they prey on people like that that fuck with kids. Mm. And uh, Jared, you will take a broomstick up your ass uh, and it's going to be a three foot long. That goes right up your fucking ass until your ass gets ripped out. And the, and the brooms and the pins, Skip, are the big, thick ones. 
you know, that are hooked up to the industrial size broom. You're talking mop handles. Mop, well, yeah, a thick mop handle. Mm. So, like I said, Jared, you do deserve to get fucked in your ass. You do deserve to take that broom handle, and you will get a broomstick right up your ass when you get there, and uh, guys like you should be beat the fuck up on a daily basis. Uh, you're fucking 35-plus years old, fucking 14-year-old girls. I have a 14-year-old girl at the house. You deserve to get your motherfucking nuts cut off, you fucking cunt. Fair enough. Fair enough. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Uh, Jared... Your fucking five-dollar foot long turned into a five-year-long fucking sentence, you fucking moron. You got more than five years. Did he? I think he got like 15, I think. Did he really? I think, and yeah. state pay, They said they were trying to lock him up in the feds. So that's why I don't know if he got 15 years in the state where he'll do seven, or did he get 10 in the feds where he'll bring eight? I'm not sure. I thought I saw or heard 15 years. But anyway, since we're talking about Subway, um, this motherfucker made millions of dollars. Millions. I just came up with a great idea. You know how we were talking about I'm going into training on January 1st? Yeah. Oh, for Nutrisystem? Uh, no. Uh, I think Subway needs a new spokesperson. The big skipper? Hey, Jared, hey, Subway, if you're out there, Jared's in fucking prison for fucking young girls. You okay? want to fucking get us roast beef dip? Yeah. Call Big Skip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about we have the $5, so it's $5 foot long. How about, how, about, how about if we have an absolute blowout foot long sub and Skipper is now your spokesperson? And I'm going into training, and you need a new Jared over. There. I think if you're going to, you, you understand where I'm going with this? I do. I, I think I do because I. You've said it before on the air that you don't have an elephant trunk. So I think what you're going to say is instead of the foot long, you're going to promote the six inch sandwich. That's it. <laughs> Absolute uh, half a foot long. Uh, uh, we get two dollar half a foot. Oh fuck. No, what I'm trying to say is, listen, Subway. If you need a new spokesperson, I'm about to go into training. So if you want to give me a call, hook up. Uh, yeah. Skip, yeah, you we, lose a couple pounds, you're a good-looking dude already. Your do. mouthpiece is tremendous compared to Jared. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, I think you could do tremendous I'll for them. I'll take Subway to a whole nother fucking life. Oh, that's a fact. I believe you all day long. I you put do money like in eating fucking veggie spread, don't you? You oh. do like turkey cheese, don't you? Let me ask you a question. Cut the cheese out. Oh, yeah, you deserve to lose the weight, don't you? Don't you think there comes a time where you deserve to eat tuna instead of all that fattening food that you're eating? Don't you think you deserve a little, you lose a little weight? Don't you think your husband deserves to fuck the girl he married 20 years ago? <laughs> That goes for the guys, too. A lot of you guys got lazy and beer bellies, and you wonder why your wife don't want to fuck you no more. Hashtag lose weight or your wife cheats on you. Plain and fucking simple. Uh, let's move on. 40 million American people regularly visit porn sites. 35% of internet downloads are related to pornography. 25% of all search engine... 20, look at this shit. 25% of all search engine inquiries are related to pornography or about 68 million search queries a day. A fucking day. There's One third of porn viewers are women. Well, that's interesting. There's either a lot of lonely fucking people out there or a lot of fucking sick motherfuckers. I don't. I mean, I don't know what this is saying. Whatever happened to it, like, just get a mental and, and, and hit you a three-minute nut and jack off and save your money. I'm starting to believe I might be in the wrong business. Yeah, well, that's a fucking fact, dude. Like I said, pornography $3, is... $3,100 a second being yeah. spent on the internet I, on pornography. Yeah, I was scared to get in the industry due to all the bad shit and this, that, so and the just, other. So just since we've been sitting here talking, since the podcast has been going... 30 minutes, There's, nine, there's about $100,000 fucking thousand dollars been spent. About a hundred, more, more than that. $100,000 has been spent in 30 minutes. Every 30 minutes, $100,000 is spent on the internet. On That's fucking amazing. I'm in the wrong motherfucking business. That's a fact. We got a little segment here that I want to fuck with you with. Uh, it's called the uh, rank these. It, it, it's a rank them segment, pretty much. Okay. I'm going to read you five players, and I want you to just rank them one to five. Can you do that? I, I can try. All right. Let's start with the first ones, guys. Uh, I want, we're going to rank these players. I want you to rank these five. LeBron James, Stephon Curry, James Harden, Anthony Davis, or Kevin Durant. I want you to put those in order. Number one being the best, five being the worst. 
Who's your number one? Well, Skip? we've had the Curry LeBron conversation earlier. I'm going with fucking Curry number one, LeBron number two. Okay. Um, Jesus, probably Durant three, and then Harden and then Davis. Okay, that's pretty much what I'd say. Uh, with me right now, I'm taking LeBron James first, uh, Stephon Curry second, Kevin Durant third, James Harden, and I don't even know why the fuck Anthony Davis is even on this list. Big baby, huh? So basically, what we're saying, we're just switching one and two. We're back to that same argument where you like LeBron, I like Curry. Rank these five. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, and Larry Bird. Okay, Jordan. Pure, pure basketball players, yeah. Jordan, uh, Bird, Johnson, uh, Kobe, and then Shaq. I'm not a big Shaq fan. I like Shaq as a person. He's a cool dude. Shaq made an impact to this league that nobody else in the history will ever do. I, well, maybe under the net. I mean, the guy can't shoot a fucking basketball. At all. That's why I'm going to give you my five right now based on that exact thing. If you guy can't make a free throw, you're not a pure player. I, I, don't, exactly. I don't need you. Yeah. Number one, Michael Jordan. I'm going to go as good to say number two, Magic Johnson. Mm. Number three, Larry Bird. Uh, number four, Shaq. Number five, Kobe Bryant. So this comes down between, do you think Magic Johnson or Bird is better? The old argument. Right. Johnson or Bird. And then it comes down to, you know, Kobe or Shaq. I liked Bird's career. Like, if I had to, if I had to have, uh, if I was in a penitentiary and I had to have <laughs> one, one pick of who I was going to take, I would probably take Bird due to the fact that I couldn't stand Magic Johnson kissing Isaiah Thomas before the games and mm. all the gay tendencies that he had and, and, and all that type of shit. I got nothing wrong with being gay and all that type of shit, but you're a guy that's out fucking a bunch of women and fucking guys at the same time. You're no different than motherfucking Charlie Sheen, okay? Straight guys don't want to fuck people that have fucked people with AIDS. Straight guys don't want to fuck a girl that took it in the ass. Uh, straight guys don't want to <laughs> fuck a girl that got fucked by a fucking guy that took it in the ass. So, I mean, at the end of the day, stick with men fucking women and stay out of the butthole if you're, if you're not wearing a rubber because HIV is very serious and you got to watch who you spread it to. You know what I mean? He's kissing motherfucking Isaiah Thomas on the cheek and then that night kissing his girlfriend spreading whatever dick he sucked to somebody else. Well, you did say strictly as a basketball player. Not I know. I took it to a whole nother level. Well, I just don't you, like you, man. You tend to do that, my friend. Of course I do. That's your, mind, why, your mind works in crazy that's ways. That's why we bro. got a million-dollar podcast deal that's fucking starting next week. For those of you that uh, were wondering where our podcast deal is and what's going on and when are we going to take our organic show from uh, 5,000 views to 100,000, next week. So, I mean, it is what it is. Let me ask you this about Jordan. Would Jordan in his prime be dominating today? Yeah. Absolutely. His body shape, he would be murdering motherfuckers. Even LeBron being as big as he is, he'd get around them no fucking problem. I'd love to see it, man. I mean, well, we, we all would. When you're, when you're dunking and going to the hole on people like, you know, Manute Bowl mm -hmm. and Olajuwon, mm -hmm. I mean, Olajuwon was a solid fucking player, Skip. These motherfuckers, I mean... Manute Bowl. Yeah. Wow, there's a name. Jordan would go down and get to That's the hole. 76 was Manute Bowl. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, and then let me ask you a question. What's, more, what's a more interesting matchup, Jordan versus LeBron or Jordan versus Curry? I know who I'd say. Jordan versus LeBron. That's a fucking fact. You know, I don't remember, you remember years ago when they were trying to get Magic to play uh, at MGM against uh, Jordan? Okay. They were going to play one-on-one -on -one for $5 million. Really? They never got it on. But it sure would have been a sellout motherfucking venue, huh? Yeah. But if you think about it, you don't know who to win because Magic could have backed him up. Magic was a little bit bigger. But at the same time, Jordan's jump shots were never that off. So you never know what the fuck could have happened. I think it's the same situation. Like, a more interested matchup, Jordan versus LeBron, I got to honestly say, I don't know if that would be more of an interesting matchup. 
because LeBron is a lot stronger. You're talking a one-on-one game. You're not talking about organized basketball anymore. Mm -hmm. So for LeBron to back Jordan up to the hole every time could be done easily. But to break fucking LeBron's ankles and get to the hole could pretty be easy for Mike too. So I don't know. I say myself, Jordan versus Curry would be more interesting. Okay. Skinny guy out there balling out of control, both offensive ball handling. A lot more outside shooting. A lot more outside shooting versus uh, LeBron being overwhelmingly strong. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be a better matchup to watch them. I want to get into a little NCAA college football, um, you know, this week. And I'm sorry for being boring, guys. We had a lot of fucking sports information to give you guys. I know you guys like to hear me talking about Caitlyn Jenner getting her fucking dick cut off, that dirty fucking whore. You like me to talk about entertainment (laughs) and for news. You like me talking about her looking to suck cock and... This, that, and the other. Could you imagine what the Kardashians motherfucking Thanksgiving looked like? <laughs> I mean, you would have had a, I don't know if you had, you would have had, they had more mixed up people at that dinner than a goddamn orphanage. Oh, there was man. more motherfucking different races and shapes of people than a goddamn orphanage at that Thanksgiving wow. dinner. Oh my God. I didn't know. That's my, an interesting thought. No, I haven't thought of that. Yeah. You got to really, what was Thanksgiving like over there? I don't know. I mean, could you even eat your turkey and look at fucking Bruce, uh, Caitlin? You think Disick was there? You think Lamar Disick was there. You think Lamar Disick, Odom was there? Disick, buddy, do you even know what's up with no, Lamar? No, what is up with him? Well, let me tell you, that way you don't talk about him no more. Lamar's on his way out, brother. What happened? Lamar's not doing good. This is from my sources, my friends that know him. Really? Lamar speaks one word a day. That's what I say. We haven't spoken. So on he that. went backwards. Way backwards. Wow. I think uh, I haven't seen or heard anything. Look, right now he's pretty much a retard. Had a lot. He's no getting way. out. Yeah, like one word a day at the oh. most. So LeBron, so he's, he, he regrets. God, hey, listen. God bless him. He's done. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He's a vegetable. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mean that comment in a bad way. No, I'm, I know you did. I'm just thinking about all their spouses and, well, boys, no, and boyfriends. And our thing is though, you know, we like to have fun, this, that, and the other. We don't want our viewers yeah. talking about a guy that's a vegetable. They'll no, write our ass no. about it. But Scott Disick, your drunk fucking ass. Could you imagine what old Scott? You know, Scott had a little two to cocaine, a couple glasses of wine before he went over there. What do you think Scott, a halfway normal dude's thinking when he's looking at Kanye, Kim Kardashian? His ex-bitch, who he's fucked 500 hoes on. Yeah. Chloe's fucking camel toe, which is bigger than the turkey dinner. Caitlyn. And then you got Caitlyn Jenner over there looking like a fucking straight, the ugliest transvestite you've ever seen in your fucking life. Do you think he brought his transvestite friends with him to the Thanksgiving dinner? Who, Caitlyn? Yeah. I don't or know, man. you think he arrived by himself? No, but they. I, from what I'm asking is uh, he did ask for a turkey leg to take home with him. I guess he's going to experiment with his new pussy. I guess it's healed up by now. You know, it takes about six months when your dick and balls get cut off to heal that little hole. So, like I said, guys. I don't know anything about that. Well, I mean, he went from fingering a bowling ball to fingering his own pussy. So, I mean, whoever figures, you know what I mean? One day he's fucking putting his finger in a bowling ball. Next, he's fingering his own puss. So, So, back to NCAA football. Back to football. But anyway, could you imagine the, the Christmas card from the Kardashians? How about they send a real Christmas card? I'm calling you motherfuckers out. Why don't you guys release a real Christmas card with everybody in your family? You dysfunctional ass motherfuckers. Wow. I want to see the Brodies. I want to see the Jenners. I, I, I want to see all the families put together. The Kardashians. Kardashians, the Jenner. Well, Brody Jenner is a Jenner, but the Jenner, the Kardashians, and the Kanye West. I want to see the West, everybody put together. What's funny is, is when you got Kanye being the most normal motherfucker out of all them, wow. that's definitely a fucking problem. When, when you got Kanye as the normal guy in the room, when you put it that way, you're right. That is some fucking weird shit. I always shit. thought Chloe was the most fucking. I, I like Chloe the best. I was right? just gonna say I actually like Chloe the best now yeah. as well because yeah. you know what? Chloe gets out there, she I has drinks. Have. I always have. Chloe gives her pussy away. Yeah. She's a, she she does what she needs to do, man, to have a good life, and she handles it. I like her the best. Yeah, you can't be out in Hollywood fucking a bunch of rappers acting like you're a saint. She's like, yeah, I sucked this cock. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, you got to love that about somebody. That's the same thing why Madonna 
kept such a solid fucking performance and a solid, you know, way about herself for years. She didn't hide nothing. Yeah, I'm a whore. Yeah, I like to suck dick. I'm actually going to run a Twitter ad. The biggest cock out there, call me. <laughs> That's how, well, how Madonna did it. That bitch was out there fucking Dennis Rodman and, and, and climbing ladders. That bitch was doing whatever she could to suck a cock. Mm. Uh, but anyway, shout out to the Kardashians. Weird ass Thanksgiving. Uh, to have to look at Caitlyn Jenner for fucking 30 minutes, uh, I'd rather probably eat a piece of shit. Mm. Oh, my fucking God. Moving on. Like I said, college football, Stanford 38-36 over Notre Dame. Uh, what I say about Notre Dame, Skip? You said they were a fraud. I don't know if they were a fraud. I just said they're not as good as everybody thinks they are. They're not are. as good as I said they were. Yeah, they're not as good as I, I, you were claiming that they were. Uh, hey, well, Stan- Stanford's a good team, though. They are a good team. I'm just saying, like... That people, was a hell of a game. People were starting to act, you know, treat the fighting Irish like they're Alabama. I understand. And they're not. I, I did for a second. Yeah, they're not. They're a solid team. They're a big school. They got a lot of fans. They got a lot of support. They, they, got, got, a, they got them ranked ninth or 10th now. They're at ninth or 10th, yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, they're out, way out of it. Uh, any other recaps uh, of college that you want to talk to me about that you like? Any weekend mat- marquee matchups? Anything for UNLV, UNLV lost their last home game uh, up in Wyoming, a team that was 1-10 before the game. They lost 35-28. Uh, to 28. The over-under wins for the season. You could bet. There was a prop bet out there that you could bet. Would the UNLV win three games? What was it, at four? No, three. What? I actually saw a couple two and a halfs, but it was... So it's a prop bet, what you're saying. Ladies and gentlemen, what they had was they had a bet you can bet in Vegas. Will UNLV win... More than three games. More than three games. Or less than three games. Or less than three games. And it was a fucking push because it landed right on three. They finished three and nine, going one and six their last seven games, by the way. Guys, it just goes to show um, Sanchez is a fucking phenomenal coach, but even a great coach cannot walk right into a program and turn it around. He can mentally get them better. He can get them playing as a team, but that he he was only he can only play the cards he was dealt. Skip. Well, you know, it's like an old coach said: they are what we thought they were. Yeah, I mean, they're three and nine. It ta- I mean, yeah, but you know what? It takes time. They shouldn't have lost to Wyoming uh, the last on Saturday, last game of the year. Wyoming was one and ten, dude. Yeah, they really. I mean, all, all they had to do was beat Wyoming to for the people that bet that over on UNLV and had a lot of faith in Sanchez's new system. That's correct. But you know what? I'm letting you know right now, being born and raised here, people still support him. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of work to do. This guy is we a got... breath of fresh air for UNLV running Rebels. Yeah, I tell you that right now. It definitely got hope. He has years to work with the team. He's got a few years to go, but I'm very confident within four or five years, this guy will have us a solid football program, uh, just like UNLV basketball. Uh, you know, with David Rice as our coach, I mean, Skip, do you realize that we have some young fucking talent on we our got, basketball team? We got some very good young talent on the Rebels uh, basketball team. Should have beat UCLA the other day. Could have beat UCLA, came down to the last minute and a half in that game. Lost by a basket. Yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, we beat number eight Indiana outright. Yeah, eight, eight point dog beat the number eighth ranked team in the country. Keep that in mind. This beat is the Hoosiers outright. That's impressive. This is with David Rice coaching. Could you imagine what we'll do with a real coach? With a real there? coach. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. So here's what scares me. I hope that whoever we do bring in next year, because you can look me right in my eyes. Yeah, David Rice will be fired. The only reason why you haven't heard anything negative is because all the boosters knew we couldn't get him out of there. So you don't go talk negative shit about the guy. You know that you have him one more year, be positive, talk good about him, knowing that he's going to be gone next year, period. Mm-hmm. UNLV running Rebels will have a real coach next year. I wish we'd have got Reggie Theus when we could have got him, but it is what it is. I just pray to God that whoever steps in takes this young talent and takes us where we need to go because we have a motherfucking top 25 team here as far as talent all day long. When you got fucking David Rice, a Mormon that came from an assistant coach over at BYU, when uh, Jimmer was fucking killing us, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's my boy, Jimmy Fredette. Love he that. actually got the he actually got uh, you know the championship with them. Their their playoff fucking little uh, uh, great fucking guy. Love and, that kid, Jimmy Fredette. And David Rice actually played for the UNLV Rebels, so we showed mm-hmm. him a little love. But I don't like nothing about him. I don't oh, like well, his attitude. I don't like the suits that he wears. I mean, you're making fucking seven figures a year when you bend over. I don't need to see a crease. Uh, in your asshole, like you had your soul, your suit fucking doesn't fit, dude. Go buy some fucking clothes, you dirty fucking bastard. <laughs> go buy some fucking suits. Go represent the UNLV running rebels so the motherfucking money's there and the boosters are happy. And get our top 25 program back because you fucked us up enough. Oklahoma Sooners in an absolute fucking blowout on Saturday. Oh, my fucking God. Could you have had a bigger game on the board? Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. That was touted as the biggest fucking game of the week. Uh... I think game day was there, right? Corso and all the boys weren't they there. Everybody was there. Oklahoma in a fucking absolute blowout, fifty-eight to twenty-three over the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Wow, on yeah. the road, very impressive win, Oklahoma on the road. I I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, and then we get to Monday night football tonight. Monday night football, we got a marquee matchup tonight. Baltimore plus three against Cleveland. You're looking at a forty-two total, and at the end of the day, you got what they call a shit game. Well, this line, uh, wow. Who's co- you know who's quarterbacking for Baltimore, right? Yeah, Matt Schaub. Correct. What about Cleveland? Uh, Josh McNown. That's a Mc- fucking fact. Josh so, McCowan tonight. So you got McCowan? Let me sum this fucking game up for Please you. Please do, because this is an ugly fucking game. Uh, this game is a fucking disaster. You got Baltimore, who's completely banged the fuck <laughs> up. I mean, the entire team is on the sidelines. Matt Schaub is probably... Um, he's he's going to try to showcase his talent tonight, so be a little careful. He's showcasing his talent for the entire fucking league for every other coach out there. I mean, let's face it. He's looking for a starting job. This guy was a starter in Houston. Uh, run the fuck out of there. Uh, he will be quarterbacking tonight for Baltimore. Baltimore is 1-7 and seven with two pushes. They've only covered one fucking game all year. I was just going to say, uh, they've covered once against the spread because at the end of the day, that's what we're looking for. They're 3-7 and seven straight up. They've only covered one game all year. They're one win against the spread, seven losses and two pushes. They're 1-4 and four in the fucking road. Uh, but be careful. On the flip side, with Josh McCallum tonight in Cleveland, Cleveland's a 2-8 and eight fucking team. They're a disgrace. Well, just to, buddy, just a few years ago, the Ravens and the 49ers were in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, hard to believe. Now they're hoping for a high draft pick. <laughs> I mean, Cleveland's only covered three games this year. So, I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, Cleveland's 3-6-1 and one against the spread, and they're 1-3 and three at home. They're only averaging 19 fucking points a game. It ain't like they light up the board. No Bo- shit. Baltimore has a slightly better defense. I mean, listen. The line's up to four and a half right now. Cleveland's laying four and a half at home. The total came down a little bit to 41, 41 and a half. If you want to know about this game. Well, it's a trap. I guarantee it goes back to four, up to five, and I guarantee that game closes at four. It's a shit fucking game. And like I said, man, we're all about supporting the legalization of gambling. Uh, Gambling needs to be legal in every city, every state. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to keep urging FanDuel and and, and DraftKings uh, to constantly spend money. Uh, Get your all people to vote on bills to, to legalize the gambling because... I've never seen one commercial about you guys talking about a bill to legalize gambling. Uh, no one gives a fuck who won your super contest. No one gives a fuck how many yards fucking uh, this running back had last week. Motherfuckers care about you making gambling legal. You guys are a fucking wannabe sports book anyway, running illegal through every fucking city and state, making hundreds of millions of fucking dollars. You're nothing but an illegal fucking book. So while you're making all your money illegal booking, at least promote gambling to be legal. Because when it is legal, you guys will be the biggest fucking sports books in the business. I don't have to tell you again. People want to know where the closest kiosk is in their neighborhood so they can make a wager on a fucking game. Straight. That's a fucking fact. They Straight don't want- up. 
They don't care how many Adrian Peterson yards. They want to know what 7-Eleven can I go get a kiosk in and bet 200 yeah. bucks. Where can I go put $200 on the phone? <laughs> put your focus on where they can bet yeah. and where legal where betting is legal besides your eagle, legal ass operation. Uh, same thing in marijuana news. Uh, five facts about marijuana use. 53% of Americans, well, hey, listen, marijuana's legal, so I constantly compare the two. You compare marijuana, legalized marijuana with legalized sports Yeah, that is yeah. correct, because I'm a, I'm a guy that's in the 40% tax bracket, mm -hmm. and I'm tired of building schools, and I'm tired of paving the fucking roads. Mm -hmm. Marijuana becomes legal in Nevada, like Colorado. The, the government's giving money back. They're building schools everywhere. They're building malls. They're making the fucking city and state a better place. Legalizing marijuana and legalizing sports betting will cut. Uh, will basically pay a lot of bills, people. We're, we're, we're 16 trillion or 18 trillion in debt. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That'll that'll yeah. That'll take about five years to get out of the hole. Shoot. You legalize gambling and you legalize fucking marijuana. You know how in much money's being state? fucking sent out of this country to Costa Rica and Panama and the fucking uh, the Caribbeans? The billions and billions, billions of dollars. And billions and billions of dollars is leaving the fucking United States and going offshore so people can bet on sports. How when in the fuck are you going to wake up, politicians, and get a fucking piece of this money? Yeah. How many Americans are, say, fuck America and go live in Costa Rica and can't never come back because they went there to make millions of dollars? Mm. There's a Skip, few. how long would it take for you to make $10 million offshore? Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Exactly. So, like I said, and then here's another thing that you guys would uh, like to hear. About 7 out of 10 Americans believe alcohol is more harmful than marijuana. You think? Yeah. I know. I agree with that. Yeah. Marijuana. Listen, you're not going to go kill somebody on a fucking rant and run into 50 cars smoking marijuana. That's the bottom fucking line. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, guys, we support legalization of gambling in every city and state. Mm -hmm. We want you to do the same thing. You legalize marijuana, that's fine. I'm going to smoke it no matter what. I don't give a fuck. And at the end of the day, we want to bring these guys a, a stellar podcast. We want to give you information on how you can make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. You got to be careful in this industry, guys. It's one of the most fucked up industries in the world. Everybody's a millionaire. Everybody has a website. Everybody's 90%. And these are the guys that are calling you out of a Motel 6 or a budget suite. Everybody's a telephone tough guy. These guys, that's exactly what we call them. Telephone fucking tough guys. Hey, real quick. Uh you want to tell these people about the uh, college basketball game you got tomorrow with that East Coast information you were telling me about? Please do, and then we got to go because we're running okay. out of time. Listen, we've been absolutely dominating the college basketball boards. There's a college basketball game tomorrow. I'm just going to say this. It's coming from a longtime source from the East Coast in NCAA college basketball. If you don't get a hold of us for this game, you absolutely fucking hate money. I'm telling you right now. With the information of where this is coming from, from our East Coast basketball people, you will get fucking paid. Uh, they've had college basketball tournaments here all through Thanksgiving week. There was a tournament here in Vegas. I mean, we're seeing who's sleeping on the floor. We're yeah. seeing what's up. We, we got hotel managers know about their rooms, how long they're staying up, what they're eating, the whole fucking nine yards. Do yourself a favor. Get a hold of us, 877-220-6540, and ask us about the information we got on that East Coast college basketball game Tuesday night, and you will get fucking paid. That's it. So anyway, Kenny, wrapping out the show, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate everything, Skipper. Thanksgiving holiday. I know we weren't excited. I know I wasn't smoking a bunch of weed during the podcast, this, that, and the other, but I just want to be honest. My mind's on my money right now. And, and here's all I want to say to you guys out there in the world. All I want is the opportunity to showcase my talent. That's all I want to do for you. These guys that call you up from New York that know a guy that knows a guy that knows another guy, that guy don't know shit. What the fuck does a guy from New York or Wisconsin know about lines made in Las Vegas? Absolutely nothing. I'm that blessing in disguise that you've been waiting on. All I want is the opportunity to make you money. There comes a time where you deserve to shine. 
Go to VIP Sports Las Vegas. Let's be partners. Let's go make more money than you've ever made in your life. And don't forget, you can pick up that new absolute blowout winner t-shirt right now on our website. You got winners and losers. Which one are you? I'm an absolute blowout winner. Fair enough. Fair enough. See, you wouldn't want to be a VIP Sports Podcast, Monday Night Football. Go get your fucking money. I know I am. Have a great day. See ya. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make $100,000 a day. We play with big cash and we're blowing money fast. Riding in a plush Benz trunk full of money bags. I need a G for every light bulb on the Vegas strip. Naked bitches in my mansion dancing to some player shit. Made a grip on the grind, but I started out with nothing. Dealt me a bad hand, but I still won bluffing. I'm Steve Stevens. I make G's when I'm sleeping. Some cowards shot me up. His name wanted to see me breathing. Nice try, but my bosses never die. Fresh.